1: On today's show, we've got the guys from Two Nerds and a Computer, music from Nick Flora, and music from Gooseneck, the Google Tip of the Week, and more. That's all coming up on EduTech Guys Radio. EduTech Guys Radio. radio.edutechguys.com. The
0: opinions expressed on the site and this program for those whose participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency.
1: Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio, brought to you by Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative and Hope Public Schools, both located in Hope, Arkansas. Good afternoon to you. I'm one of your hosts, David Henderson.
0: Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock.
1: (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing that.
0: It's because we. I tell you, when we're off a week, it just we lose all that mojo. We're off a
1: week. When when we're off a week, we are off. We're off. We're off. (laughs) No, we had some a little bit of technical issues uh last week so uh (laughs) yeah you were (laughs) in dc technically i was in dc so there you go you were in dc and i I was was, uh what
0: was i I was sitting in a waiting room at a doctor oh that's right
1: you were at the doctor's office yeah it was a
0: veterinarian i've been having some trouble you know i've been having some trouble with that so my wife was having me wormed what can i say Uh, well better than spade that's true (laughs) (laughs) that happened about five years after we were married so that's terrible.
1: That has nothing to do with anything. So,
0: hey, uh, Season 2, Episode 16.
1: woo Yeah. We're rocking and rolling, man. We definitely want to uh, thank everyone who is out there listening, whether you're listening to us live at radio.edutechguys.com or if you're catching the podcast after the fact. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it.
0: And don't forget to catch us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Edutech Guys. You can also catch us on Instagram, edutech, uh, edutech Guys. Facebook, Edutech Guys. Pretty much go to Google, type in Edutech Guys. That's you us. you find us. I that cornered is. that market like 2006. <laughs> Just, uh, I knew one <laughs> Just day I would be You knew need one name. day. Yeah.
1: I knew one day. You knew one day we would rock the nation. Yeah. That's, that's some old school. Rap rap music in there. Okay, that's right. So lots
0: of good (laughs) stuff on the show this week. We'll probably even get in it into the new change from uh, Google to Google Suite. Google G Suite. G G Suite.
1: Yo yo G Suite. What's up? Don't do that again.
0: Oh. Yeah. Man. G- <laughs> the G Suite. Uh, we'll have the Google tip of the day, tip of the week, tip of the month here in a bit. Tip of the hat. Tip of the <laughs> Google hat. tip of the hat. But the real fun stuff is happening today is our guests. Um, you know, that's yeah. the cool thing that's happened to us. Everywhere we go, we get the best guests. Everywhere longer. we go. Oh, and sorry. You go. <laughs>
1: don't,
0: don't you go into Full
1: House. I know. Sorry. We were, <laughs> we were doing that before the show started. I don't know why we have Full House. The, Full the House theme Mainland. song is stuck in our head. I don't know what the...
0: But um, I I'll know. let David uh, take us in. Yeah, here.
1: so we've got the guys from Two Nerds and a Computer, or did. They probably hung up now. <laughs> 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 so, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, let us know who you are, give a little bit about what you do, and then uh, we're going to really talk about what you guys do. Uh,
2: well, I'm Mark Schlott,
3: and this is... I'm Eric Matthew. Thanks for having us, guys. This is awesome.
1: Hey, awesome. Yeah, Pleasure. thanks for coming on. Um, talk, talk to us about what do, you, what do you do in your day-to-day life? What's life like for you? What do you what, guys do? Don't,
3: what don't we do? <laughs> we <laughs> fight
1: crime. Hey, awesome. There you go. No, <laughs> so we're both
2: teachers at uh, Rockford Public Schools at Roguewood Elementary. Here, I, here in the state of Michigan. Great yeah. state of
1: Michigan.
2: Cool. I teach third so, grade.
1: So where are you in the hand?
2: We are on the west side. Yeah.
1: All right. So right,
2: there right, go. Near, uh, right north of Grand Rapids.
1: There you go. So if you hold up your left hand and you look at the back of it, they're on the left side of your hand.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite way to show people where we live. That's, That's right, Andy, right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll be here all week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's
1: not funny. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> You're so punny. Ah, yeah. Thank
3: you. Uh, uh, anyway, so Mark teaches third grade uh, here, and I teach fifth grade.
0: So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, you we know. Be- th- that's a, uh, I, I, I was looking at your website. You guys, how long have you been? How long has Two Nerds and, and a Computer been going on? How When did you guys start?
2: Uh, it's pretty new, actually. Yeah. We started it um, towards the end of last year. Um, we just kind of had the burning desire to get uh, the everyday heroes stories out there sort of deal. Um,
3: we're, we're lucky enough to work with some pretty fantastic teachers. And just seeing all the amazing things they're doing with EdTech in the classroom, um, you know, most of the teachers we know are modest. We're yeah. not, clearly. <laughs> but, yes, yes, but absolutely. We are, yes. We, most of the teachers we know are very humble, very modest, and they won't yeah. brag about themselves. We just wanted a place to showcase all the incredible things that they're doing uh, in the classroom on a daily basis. So. Uh,
1: and that is truly, um, I mean, I, I think that is awesome that that is the direction that you guys took when you started up, because that's exactly right. How often is it that you know of a rock star teacher, and not just you guys, but I mean anybody out there listening, you know a really cool rock star teacher who is doing some amazing things, and they aren't going to tell anybody?
2: Right, exactly. And their story could motivate somebody else to be a rock star and get somebody else to go into the tech world and help make education better for their kids, too. Absolutely.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you guys see that happening on your campus? Do you guys see that what you're doing is maybe you started getting a little flow going with your colleagues there locally?
3: We like to hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we're so yes. yeah. we're, uh, we're, <laughs> we're so passionate about everything ed tech and have been for a really long time. But our, our district is just kind of starting to get that ball rolling. Sure, uh, you know we're really excited to be rolling out one to one devices this year. Um, you know we picked a learning management system, uh, Schoology, to work with for mm-hmm. the entire district, and um, you know a lot of a lot of what we're doing, a lot of teachers are excited about. But they always are like, where do we start? You know what's you know, where do we begin, and it's so tough because there's so many amazing things out there, and that's another reason why you know we're hoping two nerds really help out. Is if you're just looking for one thing to try, we've got it for you. you know, exactly.
0: What? That's that's exactly what they need. You know that's the problem with technology. It changes so quickly. Just about the time we we adopt something, we teach it to a teacher, then the district has decided something else, and we're like, whoa. Exactly. We need we <laughs> right. need four years on this bad boy to get some <laughs> right, data out right.
2: of it. Yeah. That's that's why we try to provide some sort of support that it's something that they can pull as our motto is is it's real teachers sharing mm-hmm. how they're really using technology it's not some pie in the sky idea it's something that someone is doing in their classroom today or yesterday or in a day yeah something you can do tomorrow
3: so
0: cool so how how has the technology okay what are you guys doing right now what's your big thing and so how's technology changed your classrooms All right
2: it's <laughs> uh, t- it's totally changed. I mean, I always say that I wasn't teaching before I had devices yeah. because it's just it's a whole new world for us. With the differentiation that we're able to do with technology is just out of this world. It it totally opens the door to students that before education was a struggle, was just a
3: fight. Mhm. Mhm. I um uh... You know, we talked differentiation has been a big jargon word for a long time English, right, right. And people are always like well i don't really know how to do it and technology has allowed us to to reach so many more kids uh, at so many levels so i mean our highest achieving students are being pushed to their level our strugglers are getting the help they need um you know i'll never forget the one time i had it was a simple just uh, an app that read the the test out loud to a kiddo who was taking a math test I had difficulty reading but he was a math superstar and it read it, read the question out loud to me. Turned to me and he said, "Mr. Nef, you thank you." <laughs> <And> <laughs> yes the Biggest smile on his face. <laughs> I could never do something so simple yet so profound for that child without technology in the classroom. So. Yeah.
0: So for for our listeners, and this is a big deal for every teacher, and you guys know this because you're in the trenches. Um, a lot of our teachers have a hard time of grasping one more thing, because <laughs> you know. Their, their file cabinets are full and overflowing. <laughs> yep. So describe, describe a day in your classroom from your point of view and the student's point of view. Tell me, you know, when, when I walk in your door, you know, what am I going to do? Where's technology going to work with me and work for you and, and make me a better learner and you a better teacher?
2: You know, honestly, in my classroom, it, technology is as much a part of our day as a pencil used to be. I mean, we're hitting the ground running with it right away. We use it in math. We use it in reading and writing. And I try to work as hard as I can to have it blend into the instruction so that it's not a big piece of it. It's just it's a part of our every day.
3: Yeah. I think I think a lot of teachers and sometimes parents more so get concerned that you know, they're going to walk into our room and just sit in front of a computer and we don't mm. do anything. You know, they're just they're just being babysat by a screen and really, what it is is this nice, I almost describe it as a flow, like they're moving in and out of the technology yep. all day long. So they're not always on a device, and they're not always without a device, but the tool is there for them to use at any time. And so we as teachers, you know, that's our job, is to make sure that we're integrating it in a way that actually works for the lesson and what we're trying to teach, because the content is what's so important, and the, the technology just allows us you know, different delivery systems.
0: Uh, to reach more kiddos that way. Yeah, I've got I've got to come to one of your workshops because you guys <laughs> already talking to you right now I, I see that you get the integration that you get the idea that this is just the new tool. This is my pencil and notebook and my protractor and my compass and my dictionary. this is everything I need in one place. so you're you're streamlining it into the everyday life of the student and that's exactly that's that's a, what's really a hard concept from where we came in technology 20 years mm. ago. Yep. You know, that's the kicker. That oh, yeah. no, it's going to be this piece of software that's going to teach these kids. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. When, yeah, that's, that's that's a real big one.
2: I spoke with a group of teachers today, and they and I was talking to them about how I videotape pieces of our lessons, and what I said to them was. It's not removing me from the classroom. It's allowing there to be multiples of yeah. me. Yes, I'm still going around and teaching. They still need me in the room to teach them and to model for them and guide them along. But they have an additional resource of me on the computer. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So uh, besides that, so let's jump into apps and stuff. Well, let's just jump into how you model your class. Are you guys using a learning system? Are you guys using Edmodo or anything along Well, that
1: Yeah, way? They, say, they said Schoology, Schoology at the beginning. You but you said you just started, you just Schoology, started Schoology, yeah?
0: We, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs>
2: well, we piloted. Um, we started off piloting Edmodo, yeah. and did that for a year and a half, and then we made the switch over to Schoology. Our district decided on Schoology, so then we've been on that for about two years now.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Did the kids
0: like it and the parents like it?
3: Well, this is the first year that we're going district wide with parents. Okay. Um, so they're just starting to use it um the kids have always yeah. loved it i mean they they love that that i i love seeing them engage in learning at home i mean that's oh, the best man. part is that we've got students going home and posting to each other and like you know adding to discussions and adding to assignments and, and being able to really play off and learn from one another outside of the school setting it's huge yeah. um yeah. so do you guys love it? <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we do
2: <laughs> i we we hesitate because we were big Edmodo supporters. Yeah. We really loved the visual side of Edmodo. Right. And Schoology can do a lot of big, robust things, but it just it didn't look quite the same. And that was one thing that we were very concerned about, those teachers that are tentative towards EdTech we wanted it to be as user-friendly and as visually friendly as possible, so they weren't kind of scared away from it. Sure. But I don't see that happening so much. Right. Um, they seem to be taking to it.
3: Yeah, and that being said, I mean, you know, some of the things we love most about Schoology, I mean, there's so many extra things yeah. you can do within Schoology that we couldn't do with Edmodo.
2: Right. Yeah. So even
3: something as simple as being able to record audio in yeah. Schoology, you know, again allows me for you know for those right. struggling readers, for example, I can read, yeah, I can have a recording of myself reading. Quiz questions and test questions and assignments and, you know, those types of things. So.
2: And one of their new things that I love is (laughs) the student completion folder. You can set up parameters for the folders that they have to complete in certain order. What I've been able to do with that is gamify my social studies curriculum. They have to complete level one before they go to level two. That's something that I haven't seen in Edmodo or Google Classroom, but it just it offers up a new thing they can they have to make uh, get an eight out of eight on a test in order to go on to the next week.
1: yeah exactly well and that's a perfect segue I mean you you walked right into where I was going next <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I wanted to, I wanted you guys to talk about I know that's that's um, One of your big things, one of the things that you guys are are really excited about and and that you guys like to use in your uh, instruction is gamification. So in addition to the fact that they have to complete eight out of eight things, what are some of the what are some of the other things you do that incorporate gamification and encourage the students to be completers?
2: So uh, what I've started with is um, I broke down the folders into different levels. And each folder is worth a certain level of points. And when they complete that folder, that points carries into a character that they get to create. Ah. And it's simple little things where they get to add a hat to the character. Sure. <laughs> or, you know, they get to add a pair of shoes or whatever. Yeah. But the point system and just pitching it to the kids as though it's a video game and calling the folders levels and then they're in – They're in stage one right now, which is It's just It's changing the way that we're telling them they're learning and telling them that it's a video game that really gets them excited about it. The points are there, too. But honestly, they were just excited to beat level one.
1: Right,
3: yes.
2: It's really (laughs) just reading an
3: article and taking (laughs) the It's it's incredible what students will do for badges and (laughs) ideas. Yes,
1: yes.
0: Now, unfortunately, it's incredible what I'll do tapping on a screen. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, well that's just it, you know, being nerds.
3: We're both huge gamers, and so it just it made sense to to want to try to do those things at the classroom. And we're really excited, you know, for later this year, we're hoping to start using Minecraft Edu as well. Nice. Um, you know, as as we teach social studies, and for third grade, they they do Michigan history, and we do United States history in fifth grade. You know, we're going to build a colony together. We're gonna to have, you know, we're gonna be able to start from scratch and come up with our own constitution. And like the kids, I've even mentioned it one time, and that's all they wanted to start That's right. Being able to tap into their passions, we know sure. as teachers, it's always been the goal. Yeah, Whether yeah. soccer or music, you know, if you can tap into a child's passion the learning is just gonna it's gonna explode. So it's you know, we're really geeked to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite part about gamification and the way we're reaching out to kids. We we try to do it through podcasting and when we work with a lot of, of uh, teachers in school districts, what we tell them is, you know, you don't realize someone has to write the scripts and someone has to do the PR. It's the same way with building that in Minecraft. Okay, who's gonna develop the characters? Who's gonna write the background stories? Where are nope. we gonna get all this, you know, who's gonna do the math? Who's gonna figure out the layouts? And, and you find that some kids suddenly realize, you know, I love Minecraft, but I'm really into writing these background stories. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that's what I like to do. So along that same line, I know you guys had said something about coding. What coding yeah. are you guys jumping into? Something basic or is it visual coding? Or are you looking at something a little bit more robust for your kids?
3: Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You know, we we obviously know computer science is so important. It's it's missing from our curriculum. I mean, there is no programming set curriculum. So um, because we know that the how and the why behind it is so important that we need kids who will grow into adults to be be able to program. Um, You know, Mark and I started a, a code camp this summer. Um, and we do, we do some basic things using, you know, we use code.org sure. and the, you know, let the kids play around with the snap blocks, but then we push them a little bit further we use uh, programs like Scratch through mm-hmm. MIT, um, fun things like Code Combat, obviously.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it's, Code Combat, man. To battle, you know,
3: <laughs> um, And work them towards being able to write the actual lines of code. Um so it's it's a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything whenever we can.
2: <laughs> and it, it kind of depends on the kid too. Yep. Some kids will get really into making the character move and they want to use those snap blocks. Mm-hmm. Whereas other kids, as you mentioned earlier, they all of a sudden they start seeing that there's kind of background to it and they want to figure out the if then statements. They want to start yes. figuring out those puzzles. That's the side of it that yeah. really becomes a big draw for them.
3: Yeah, so absolutely. Epic. That's what I love most about coding is it's problem solving. It's I mean, we need, you know, students that are gonna be critical thinkers and problem solvers. And we talk about that all the time in yes. mathematics and in science. Well, coding provides an amazing opportunity for kids to yep. learn how to become problem solvers and critical thinkers, um, that they, they wouldn't have otherwise. So
0: You know, you're exactly right. That's the one thing we're always looking for is you know, we need to get from point A to B, and it's so hard nowadays to find someone who can get to point B. I don't care how you get there, right. just get there. Yeah, yep. and right. so I'm looking for debuggers all the time, and um, that's <laughs> that's that's my that's my goal in life is the thing. I have a couple pockets full of debuggers.
1: Well, and you know, and what's so funny about that is you, you and funny is not the right word. It's uh, I don't know, whatever, ironic, sad, pick a word. Um, <laughs> but you know, kids are are generally speaking taught and tested that there is one right answer and there's one right way to get to that answer and then when later they graduate and get into the real world they discover that companies you know they or if they decide to you know start something for themselves that's not how it is at all it doesn't work that way at all and in fact in most cases you know The the, whoever's hired you to do the job, they don't care how you get to that point B. It's you got to point B and point B does what it's supposed to do. And now we can pick up from there and move on. And that's what, uh, in fact, earlier this morning. Uh, I was at a school district with a a group of uh, folks that that I work with here, and we were talking with uh, fifth to eighth grade teachers. Um, In Arkansas, uh, there are computer science state standards, uh, curriculum standards that are being rolled out. Uh, This year, it's not really pilot so much as getting your feet wet with them. And then next year, they'll actually be required to be incorporated into the teaching. And so that's one of the things we were doing is we're working with the teachers, helping them see that really you can incorporate these standards. With what you're already doing, because all you're essentially doing is adding vocabulary to what you're already doing. You know, if you've got your students putting a story in a particular order, you call it sequencing. In computer science, it's called building your algorithm. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. So now I have a new word, right? And of course, you know, kids, they love new big words that they can throw around. So, you know, debugging algorithm. Um, But that was one of the things that one of my co-presenters was talking about. Her brother-in-law was just saying, he said, you know, I can bring somebody in who, as long as they have the concept of coding, I can teach them the language that our system uses. He said, but I cannot teach the critical thinking that they are not getting a lot of the times. And that's the skill. That's the piece. Right. And that's why I think it's awesome that you guys are incorporating coding into what you're doing, in, and you're including the gamification part of that to provide you know, some of the incentive to be that completer, to, to enhance those skills to help those students figure out, how do I beat level one in Topia or whatever you call it? I was trying to remember Have that I word. Of speaking, that? Speaking, no. speaking of big vocabulary words. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> I like new words. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to segue now. Um, we've talked about you guys. So let's talk about what you're doing for everybody else. Let's talk about two nerds and a computer. Yeah, sure. I mean, it is you guys and that's what you do. Let's talk about, uh, here's your elevator pitch. And I just dropped on the elevator with you, and I am a fourth-grade teacher from Iowa, and I'm having a rough time. Hit me.
3: <laughs> Do we each have some elevator time? Yes, yes,
0: yes. One of you hit the button and stopped it, so it's, it's <laughs> NCIS with Gibbs. You just stopped the elevator, so go ahead. Right. Yeah.
2: No, I, I think um, it's a site where you can go in and start getting your feet wet. Mm-hmm. It's a site where you can kind of explore and get different ideas and just get motivated. See that it doesn't always have to be something over the top uh, that are, that's going to be the best lesson. Uh, what we always ask the teachers to do is a lesson that the kids found to be really amazing. And a lot of the times when we get back, it's not something that's out of this world. Yeah. It's something so simple. And I think showing teachers that just because you're using technology and there is a lot out there, doesn't mean that it needs to be scary. If you just start with that one little thing that changes your classroom, that can be the big impact. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. And I would add, you know, it's not just a place to learn where to start, but it's also a place where you can, you know, if you are engaged in ed tech, you're going to find some new and innovative yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're the, the nerds of the month are really truly innovating what they're doing in the classroom mm-hmm. on a daily basis, and they're real teachers. They're not, you know, they don't have a background from MIT. They're not like they haven't right. been immersed in, in technology their entire lives, but, but they're trying, trying right. new things, and they're, they're taking a risk uh, with students and learning, and I think, you know, we can, we can learn, learn a lot from these guys, so. You know, well, I, can,
0: is- I can definitely vouch for that, by the way, so. I, <laughs> visited, I visited your site, and, and your teachers are spot on, and, you know, and they're, they're just hardworking, everyday teachers. Not that yeah. that's a bad thing, that's a great thing.
3: Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyday, it, everyday heroes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think it's very cool that that's how you approach it, uh, where you pick. Um, and, and I don't know. Um, you'll have to forgive me. I have not gone out to see what the criteria are or, or how that choice is made. Or, you know, I don't know, if it's a you know name out of a hat or a dart on the board <laughs> or, you know, just somebody please. But the it's fact that you. Ball just yeah, Yeah, there you go. That's right. Let's shake the ball. Hey, oh, it's you. Huh? Merry Christmas. Guess what? Um, but I think it's very cool that that you choose someone and they are featured for the month. I mean, this goes all the way back to the beginning of our conversation where they're not, you know, these are, these are the folks who are doing their thing. And until you came along, there's a very good chance. No one had any idea.
2: Right. Right. And Uh, there's no reason for it other than that they weren't sharing their story because they're doing things that we hear about the big names in ed tech are doing, but they have a platform to put it out there. Absolutely. These everyday heroes don't. So kind of hoping to change that.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think you're well on the path to doing so. <laughs> that's, I mean, seriously, it is, that's hey. awesome. It well, really is.
0: Not, not to cut us off, but our time is running short. Sure. Oh, all right. The one thing I do want to say is that uh, already on our Twitter feed, um, you guys are getting dropped underneath gamification and CS and all kinds <laughs> of good stuff. So. Um, If you want to check out Two Nerds and a Computer, catch them on Twitter, at Two Nerds and a PC. So that's the number two, N-E-R-D-S-A-N-D-A-P-C, on Twitter. you guys on Facebook? You got a Facebook page? We do. We're just starting it out. We're trying. We're trying to figure it out. Okay, cool. You
2: know, we're, we're nerds, but we're not always the smartest.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what gets us. This whole social thing. Whoa. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm chat standing and everything else. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> but yeah. Um. So uh, check them out on the web. Uh. You can just Google two nerds in a PC. Um. Or you can find their website at. I have to get to my link. Make sure I have it right here. Or
1: they could, you, I'm sure they know. Just go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us your website.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, two nerds in a computer at weebly.com. Uh, cool. There you go. Awesome. Cool. That's the way to find these guys. You can also find you guys on uh, Twitter individually. You want to give out your Twitter um, handles for us? If you yeah. don't mind.
2: I'm uh, M. Schlaud. That's S C H L A U D
3: T. And I, I'm currently looking up my Twitter handle. I think, it's
0: like, <laughs> I, think I know. It's is it e nephew Eric? Is uh,
3: that right? It's, yeah, it's at e nephew Eric. Okay, E N cool. E P H E W, just like Uncle nephew cool. Eric with
0: a C. That's a great way to find these guys. Uh, we'll try to we'll try to make sure we get you guys out on the Twitter. <laughs> that's as much that's as much great. As can.
1: That's that's exactly what this is. Uh, this this is why we we're gonna have to have you guys back on. Seriously, uh, this is this is awesome, and you guys are not. Uh, any different than we are? Yeah. You no, know, no, no, that's why we somebody you asks us, they'll be like, "Hey, what's your so-and-so?" Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like asking me my phone number. I don't know my own phone number. You know, that's the you know. kicker. That's
0: what happens when we get caught up in doing education. You just get, you know, we're so busy doing, our yeah. brains are going ninety to nothing. So exactly. well, well, oh, awesome. you lot, going, yeah, we got a lot. We're going. We got a lot. We're doing. See, <laughs> that's that's right. just it. Exactly. Um, hey, we want to thank. Uh, we want to thank uh, two nerds. Yeah. and a computer, for
1: being Thank on the show today. Evidence,
3: guys. Thank you Thanks for having us. So much. This was awesome. All right, guys, Thank we'll you. talk to you soon. Thanks. Good. All
1: right, that is two nerds and a computer, Mark Schlott and Eric Nephew. Up next, we've got music from Nick Flora, and this is a hard man to hold. <laughs>
0: hard man to love.
1: Hard man to love. Man, I couldn't remember.
0: EdutechGuys.com coming back at you in about uh, three minutes. No, right after this song. Stay tuned.
1: Did you know the edutech guys provide professional development and training to your teachers and students? We offer workshops in podcasting for the classroom, Google Apps for Education, Google Classroom, social media outreach for schools, and much more. We also provide live online coverage for your conference or event. We'll sit down with presenters, attendees, selected vendors, and your key conference personnel live during the conference or event to provide man-on-the-street interviews and insights each day. Want to know more? Reach out to us on Twitter at edutechguys. Head over to edutechguys.com and fill out the contact form on the front page, or you can call us at 870-729-1414. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Hey, and speaking of conference coverage, we are going to be at the Arkansas Conference of Technology. That's October 19th through the 21st. That's just a couple of weeks away. Uh, about a week away, week and a half, somewhere in there. Anyway, that's going to be in North Little Rock. Again, that's October 19th through the 21st.
0: Hey, then we'll be at Schools Without Walls. That's going to be in Hot Springs, November 6th through 7th, 2016.
1: Education. Woo! And then we're going to be at AESA. That's the Association for Education Service Agencies, their national conference, November 30th through December 3rd in Savannah, Georgia.
0: And last but not least, Betsy. January 24th to the 27th, that's in beautiful 2017, a new year, in Orlando, Florida. Orlando! Be sure to catch us live if you have a place you would like us to be, if you'd like us to visit your school, if you'd like us to do some workshops for you, just give us a holler out. Visit www.edutechguys.com, drop down to the bottom of the page, and you can send us a message from there, or just email jeff at edutechguys.com or david at edutechguys.com
1: there you go hey so uh, here's a a very cool thing that uh, came across the uh, news desk here (laughs) 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 late breaking news Uh, but uh, there is the uh, the 2016 congressional app challenge uh, and um, this is uh, open to uh, any student Um, they are uh, eligible excuse me students are only eligible to compete in districts that have signed up for the challenge. So uh, make sure that uh, if your district has not already signed up, they get signed up. They need to be able to do this. Any student can compete in one district and any student may submit only one application. But so here's the deal. Um, Now through November 2nd, 2016, uh, students can come up with an app that they would like to develop and submit it into the Congressional App Challenge. So students think of an app that they want to create. They want to create a game. Is there an app to solve a problem? Uh, And then design the app. What's it going to look like? What's it need to do? And then they can uh, work independently or as part of a team of up to four students. Then uh, they can create an app and there are resources available um, at the Congressional App Challenge website, which I'll give you in just a moment. Uh, And then submit the app Any time between now and November second, and winners will be announced in December. So, if you need more information, go to congressionalappchallenge.us. Very cool stuff, man. That is really cool stuff. You know, talking about kids and coding, and you know, it's really
0: funny. Uh, You know, we've all talked about coding uh, for some time in education, but lately, when the states got behind it, and the federal government got behind it, and the White House got behind it, and these folks got behind it, now it's blowing up. Now we realized, oh, my gosh, this isn't going to just turn out coders. I mean, it's really interesting to think of how many friends do we all have that did something else in college, and then they became something else completely because that job path, that career path, trained them to do something even better. That's what's going to happen with coding. When we start putting the coding in the hands of all of our students, it's going to make them better at everything from medicine to teaching to developing to gardening to horticulture, you name it. Go coding, problem solving, mm-hmm. algorithms. I use that big word again <laughs> algorithms. Uh, but that's going to make them better people.
1: Well, and here's the thing. And this is one of the things that, that I like to stress. Um, you know, there is a big movement for getting computer science into the schools, getting kids to understand. Uh, computer science and what have you, not every kid is going to be a coder. Just like not every kid's going to be a doctor. Not every kid's going to be a race car driver. Not every kid's going to be a professional athlete. But by giving them the basics, the foundations, then hopefully anyway, they can understand how computer science is a part of whatever it is they go into. You know, along the lines of what you were just talking about in all those different career areas or areas of interest, you know, and art and music and, you know, writing and you know, anything, computer science is tied to it in some form or fashion. And even if you're not the person behind the curtain who's doing the coding, at least having those basic foundations, knowing that, oh, hey, I understand at a high level, I understand how computer science is tied to those things.
0: Right. Yeah. You're spot on.
1: I'm spot on.
0: Yep. It's almost like you were like, you know, ingrained, like in in in-depth training or engrossed (laughs) in something. Almost. It's almost like that. (laughs) Hey, you know what time it is? David, what time is it?
1: It's time for Google tip of the week.
0: (laughs) So right off the bat, I'll throw out the first one. Go for it. Google for education.com now resolves to bloggoogle slash topics slash education. So they took the blog and they've given it a new name.
1: They have, and the reason why they've given the blog the new name is because they've given Apps for Education a new name. You know, we all for years, well, for what, 10 years now, you know, we love GAFE or GAF or however you want to pronounce it, G-A-F-E, Google Apps for Education. It was a nice acronym. It was easy to say. And now it's called the G Suite.
0: The G Suite. The G Suite. I feel like I should have Paula Abdul doing her song And not tell me, when love me forever. Oh 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 I don't know, for some reason that song just comes in my brain. Have, How'd you like that? I, say, I have no idea what you're I've always wanted to sing Paula Abdul on the radio poorly.
1: Well, now you have you can, you can cross that off your bucket list, my friend. So tell me
0: <laughs> tell right. me about the G Suite.
1: Alright, so um the the uh, the, the new uh, G Suite for education has all kinds of new features, but one of the coolest uh, features is called Explore. And they have like Explore in Google Sheets and Explore in Docs and Explore in Presentation. So, for example, in Sheets, um, it allows a user, presumably a student, but any user, to ask for data without having to know a bunch of formulas, you can ask it in plain English. So for example, if you're in an elementary classroom and your students collected information about who's, what was your favorite food? And so all the students collect all this data and you've got that in a Google sheet, instead of creating a formula to figure out, all right, uh, who, you know, how many students liked pizza or um, what was the, the, most liked food you could actually go into explore and type that question how many students liked pizza and it would use that data that's in the sheet and calculate the answer for you and give it to you back and all you did was ask it plain english Um, so let's say that you were in a business class. Um, and the students have to come up with a, a business plan or what have you, and, and they're working on their, uh, their financials for their simulated business, then the student could just type in, how much did we pay programmers last month? And assuming that that data is in that sheet, then it returns that data for the students without them having to know how to do the coding slash formulas behind the scenes. Wow. Yeah it is pretty pretty takes the virtual
0: cool. assistant to the next level oh yeah absolutely which yeah. we kind of saw yesterday with their new you know google released some hardware yesterday uh, their new pixel phones the pixel phones which uh they replaced the what was the phone they had before the nexus ah so google released uh pixels yesterday and they have a virtual assistant on board that they say is uh, going to give apple a run for its money ooh man very yeah cool. the phone has a 12 12 megapixel camera, and uh, the basic settings, and running uh, Android. Yeah. So they say it's going to be a real big one, but that shows where the virtual assistant's going. Yeah. And Chromebook, uh, your your Android phone, Android tablet, boom, here's your virtual assistant. Yeah. And so, we all know how well Google Sheets, uh, G Suite, runs on uh, Android. Runs great.
1: Oh, well, yeah, absolutely.
0: So yeah. that's that's really cool. That's yeah. going to... Get us into a whole new level of letting kids, you know, ask questions, and and just like the guys were talking a moment ago in the interview, well, some kids gonna go, "Now, how does that work in the background?"
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I want to know why.
1: Yeah. How, I, how did they make it do that? Yeah. How well, and that...
0: then so how many pizzas did we sell? How did they get thirty? Oh, let me look at the formulas. Right. Yeah. Yes.
1: See. Exactly. So it gives it to you, and then you can look behind the scenes. You can pull that curtain back and see how it was made. It's a lot like. Um, Certain programming environments, um, uh, for example, um, I believe uh, Scratch Ed will do this. Uh, I know certain features of Code.org's environment does this, where you you've got the block programming, but you can hit the button for code and you can see the code. Right. And likewise, you could actually have your students or you, if if you're so inclined. Um, you could actually work on the code side and see what your code does on the block side. So, I mean, it's very cool the way it... it, That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, you can pull the curtain back and then work on either side of that equation. I mean, to me, it's very, very cool. So the other uh, thing about G Suite for Education is um, it also applies to higher ed. So there is a G Suite for Education for higher ed institutions, and they've got all kinds of... Products that are part of that suite. So if you Google G Suite for education, uh then you can get more information. Or again, if you head to their new blog blog dot google slash topics slash education. And I just had to throw out there. I did not realize, and I'm sure it's been this way for a while now, but I didn't realize that Google was its own top level domain. Now, I did not realize that you could have a just dot Google domain. I mean, you can. Google can. But google can. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's cool. That's Who very can cool. Make <laughs> the Google can. The Google can. <laughs> hey, listen. On uh, the line.
0: Guess what time it is? Time to go
1: home. Oh man. It's time to wrap wow. up the show. Wrap it up. We we only played one musical artist. We were supposed to play Hey, we're, Gooseneck. we're running
0: right at our time though. Ah
1: all right, we'll catch Goosenecks next time.
0: We'll catch Gooseneck next time.
1: Yep. They'll be our they will be our featured Artists, So our apologies to Gooseneck but we are uh, out of time we are out of here we're going to call it good. Thank you guys so much for listening we want to thank the the guys from uh, Two Nerds and a Computer for uh, coming on the show and uh, man it's been great we appreciate you guys uh, listening in I'm David Henderson.
0: Hey and I'm Jeff Madlock.
1: We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site of this program are those who participants
0: are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or
3: government agency.
1: There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it.